John, was that spooky, Chuck? That was spooky. I'm scared. <laughs> right on, man. What's going on, Chucker? Man, it's time for another awesome episode. Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine this season. Whoo, that's a whole lot. There's podcasts. You you can go out there and look. There's podcasts that don't make it this far. There's a whole lot of podcasts that don't make it this far, and. Just to put everyone's mind at ease now, Chuck and I have both confirmed there will be a season three. Absolutely. There will be a season three, rest assured. And we want to take a take a take a second. Shout out all of the new listeners, man. We've had a lot of new people jump on. We can tell um, there's a lot of people checking um into our back catalog, man. A lot of our older episodes are getting listened to. So thank you. Shout out new listeners. We appreciate yes. you. What's going on? Welcome to the party. I believe the technical phrase on that is we have been looking at the analytics. That's right. That's and, right. Uh, we've seen it change. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate it. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we we thank you. And we love you. New and old listeners alike. That's right. We refer to you guys as night shifters. So get used to that. Yeah, because we are night shifters. We are. We uh, that, are. And that's what the show was born out of. Luckily, we're not drinking last night's coffee, though. It's pretty close to it. I mean, I didn't go get it out of that thermos that I had last night, but I bet it's still warm. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Did you take some coffee home in that thermos? Yeah, there was a little bit left in there. I, I kind of feel like I failed. I failed because I didn't I drink think- the whole thing. I think when we take a break for the meme, you should go get it and drink it just for the sake of the show for Halloween. Yes, we will test, taste test it. All right. Last night's coffee right here on the show. That's what I'm talking about. Happy Halloween, everybody. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Hey, do do any of your kids still celebrate in any capacity? I'm sure you're the girls don't. But what about Charlie? I, well, I can't speak for the girls. You know, they're at that age where, um, they might go to a party or two. Oh, right, right, right. That kind of celebrating. Yeah. Well, so, they're of that age, Chuck. They are of that age, and I don't blame them. I still get to take <laughs> my innocent little ones around in the in their little costumes and let them knock on doors. I heard Charlie's going trick-or-treating tonight, which blew my mind because he never, ever wants to go trick-or-treating, but one of his friends from school wants him to go with him. I'm like, dude, you're 13. And then I got to thinking, he's 13. This is his last year. Oh, is this, is in your mind, 13? This is probably it. You know? Wow. I never really thought about the cutoff. I never really thought of a cutoff. Well, did you, you know, you don't hear many ninth graders going trick-or-treating. I used to, but people would get mad at me. Was you trick-or-treating or bag snatching? 
I wasn't bag snatching, but I would like just run up to the doors and like knock on their door. I would not have a costume on. I'd be dressed as nothing. I'd just have a bag. <laughs> you know, you didn't do that when you got older. No. Oh, man, I totally but, did that still. Yeah. Like into high school, bro. I would just walk around with a bag. I didn't dress up or nothing. But people don't like that, man. They're, like there's some people who straight up tell you like, nah, you're too old. Get out of here. Yeah. So my trick or treating. For the most part, um, I've never had like neighbor. I've never lived in a neighborhood. Right. So we would get, we would get our costumes on and we'd go to my aunt's house and park in her driveway. And then she lived next door to another aunt. So we'd hit those two houses, a couple of their neighbors. And we just drive around Griffin. Yeah. And then we'd come over to my grandmother's. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's and hilarious. There was, there was a couple times like we like I remember younger, we would stop by some neighborhoods, like people we went to church with. Yeah. And we'd hit that house and their neighbor's house. Yeah. <laughs> so you were literally just driving around Griffin, Georgia, just hitting a few random houses. Yeah. Hitting a few specific houses, not random. Yeah, everything was very targeted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. It's just those people you uh, like that wanted to see you all dressed up in your costume. You know, yeah, like pretty much. Oh, there's Carol's kids. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. That's right. It just became that tradition. And there was this one house I remember. It was always creepy, but it was like you would just go, and they'd have the bowl out, and you just go out and get your, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, sometimes we'd see other trick-or-treaters, but not much. Wow. And then uh, we took the girls to a different, couple different neighborhoods when we knew people where we could go park at their house. Yeah. And you yeah. got to see what a neighborhood trick-or-treat Yeah, is. dude, it's wild. It's wide open in a neighborhood, buddy. I, I love mean, there, it. I love it. There's people with hay ride, you know, with a hay ride going. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what we did last year. We actually rented a trailer last year from U-Haul, a little like open trailer and a uh, little tiny one, and just pulled the me, me and and my neighbor and the kids rode around in the in the trailer last year. That's awesome. Yeah. So we'll, I don't know if we're gonna do that today or not. We're kind of running out of time, but yeah, we'll come get my trailer. Yeah. Well, we already have. We actually have a tiny little. Uh, it's it's more of like a lawnmower trailer, but we can still fit the kids on it at least and drive hey, them around. Yeah, pull it with lawnmower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I should do that. Not a I mean, bad what's, idea. What's creepier than that? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Some loud <laughs> lawnmower coming down the street. <laughs> I should just crank a chainsaw, take the chain off, and just carry a chainsaw with me running. Go get you a Michael Myers mask. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh man, I could freak some kids out quick. Did you ever take part in any sort of like haunted houses yourself or anything uh, like that? Yeah, we did one one time kind of like a tribulation trail type thing but it was in the basement of the church oh really and uh i was the uh host that walked you through oh interesting so did you have to like tell them the tale as well yeah so you had to tell them the story as you went yeah wow was, so you uh, know the story real good or have you forgotten all of it i've forgotten all of it i remember my character i used the character name paul bear oh my gosh 
You had to steal your brother's name. Well, actually, a UFC guys or, or not UFC uh, WWE. WWE. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Undertaker's handler, right, manager? Yeah. 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 So that was pretty cool. Um, but like, so that experience made it where I'm not scared in. I cannot get scared in a haunted house. Mm. It's impossible for me to get scared in a haunted house because of your experience working on that. I think so. Really. I think that has something to do with it. Wow. Yeah, I've never really cared for haunted houses. I think I've thought they were stupid. Like I don't get any thrill out of them. But I, like you, I took part in a haunted house at a young age. Yeah. So maybe you're right. Maybe that has something to do with it, huh? And I don't like I don't get scared on roller coasters. Either I don't get so. scared on roller coasters. I just enjoy them. Oh, I enjoy the heck out of them, but I don't get yeah. like like I don't want to name any names, but my wife, Mary Beth. Uh, <laughs> freaks out on some on like the goliath oh they like legitimately scare her yeah i'm like it's designed to make you think you're gonna die but you're not you're in a totally safe environment right wow that's funny yeah i don't get scared on roller coasters that's interesting so now i am scared of a few things what are you scared of chuck i'm scared of snakes okay big time i'm not a big fan of fire um, like playing with fire? Yeah. You don't want to play with fire? No. I mean, I'll burn stuff in the yard, but I'm always nervous when I'm doing it. <laughs> really? Yeah. What else? What else are you afraid of, Chuck? Anything in particular? Um, uh, mad wives. Mad wives. <laughs> yeah, that's never a good thing. That's never a good thing. But what about you? Know you? What, you, what know you know what? Uh. I have a little bit of fear of of losing. Of losing? Yeah. Oh, I'm claustrophobic. Oh, you are cla- uh, claustrophobic. That's right. Yeah, I got stuck in the race car the other day, and I about had a panic attack. Whoo! I know. No, I, I, I didn't sure say did. about had a panic attack. I had a panic attack. I mean, it was rough. Based on what you told me already, I think that was a full-fledged panic attack. Yeah. Yeah, so... What's your favorite Halloween movie? I don't know if I have a favorite Halloween movie. I think we've talked about this on air before. I'm not into scary movies, horror movies. None of that. Not my thing, dude. I would say this is probably one of the best. What's this song from? Oh, my gosh. I know that. I know that. What is that? It's from Beetlejuice. That's right. Thank you. Thank you, dude. I was sitting here thinking, like, what in the world? Beetlejuice, man. That's a good one. That Beetlejuice is a funny movie, though. Yes. Michael Keaton, dude. He yeah. kills it, right? Dude, that's one of the best movies ever. One of one of the best movies ever, for sure. What, I didn't even think about that as a Halloween movie. What about Young Frankenstein? Does that qualify? Nice knockers. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Dude, That's they don't make movies about. like that What anymore. about you, Chucker? What's your favorite Halloween movie? I don't know. Have you seen that Hubie Halloween with Adam Sandler? No, not at all. No, never even heard of it. Okay, so it's on, you know how he did that contract with Netflix? Yeah. So it's one of the Netflix movies. And it's kind of a Waterboy-ish type character. Okay. But set in Halloween. 
Oh, interesting. And he's like the official neighborhood monitor. Oh. I bet that's a, I bet that's a pretty darn good movie. It's probably my favorite Halloween movie. I bet that's a pretty darn good one. What's it called? Hubie Halloween. Hubie Halloween. You always give me movies on the show. Yeah. Have you noticed that, that you give me a lot of recommendations for movies while we're on air? Yeah, and you never watch them? Never. Never. Um, well, part of the problem is I never remember what we talk about on these shows. <laughs> I know. Somebody... We, as soon as we hit the end button, I'm done. I turn it off. It's like the that... bad part is I have to go back and listen to it so that I can write, like, the show description. Yeah. Well, you could, you know... A lot of times people come up to me and be like, hey, when you, you know, this on the show, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you won't even remember when someone points out something? No. That's hilarious. Now, sometimes my mind can be refreshed and I'll remember. I but, wonder if we've solved any of the world's problems on air before that we've forgotten about. We could. Well, we the only thing I do remember problem that we did solve is the Georgia sports curse. That's right. We did break the curse, and Georgia did come out with a W this weekend. Yeah, I'm a little bit nervous about this weekend's game, though. I don't know why you're so nervous. Don't get too nervous, man. But did you see – have you looked at the rankings this morning? I have not. So, Georgia's still number one, which – Of course. I question that after the way they played this weekend. Um, Uh, Ohio State and Tennessee are tied for second. Whoa. That's a thing? Evidently. I didn't know. I I had no clue that was a thing you could do. So they're tied for second, but Michigan's ranked fourth. Okay. So basically, I guess Tennessee or Ohio, one of them is ranked in real life, is really ranked uh, third. Right. That's so stupid. That's stupid. One of them needs to be two. One of them needs to be three. Yeah. Hey, did you catch the end of the Georgia-Florida game? Um, did you catch Kirby Smart's interview, like, right after the game? No, I was I was at a restaurant watching it, so. Oh, okay. I okay. didn't catch that part. So, right at the end of the game, they, um, you know, they, kept, they always catch the coach and talk to him right after the game. Yeah. And uh, they caught Kirby, and the first thing he says is, this, th- this win is for Coach Dooley. Um, RIP, we love you and miss you, you know, so on and so forth. But he, he kept he kept talking about this one's dead, this one's for you, coach. This one's for you, coach. And I, I just want to point out how awesome that is. Man, that is pretty awesome. You know how many dogs are named Dooley? <laughs> An unbelievable amount through through the eighties. You know, <laughs> you, you, there was a lot of bears. Yeah, but you got to remember, there was a lot of Dooleys too. That's right. That's right. That's uh that's pretty funny. I never thought about that. I never thought about that. But yeah, man, RIP coach Dooley. Yep. It's uh that's end a tough of, pill to swallow right there. End of an era. That's right. Once again, another RIP, man. We're having to Dude, it was a rough week. I'm telling you, there's more and more people all the time. I feel like 2022 has been a a, a rough year. We lost uh coach Dooley. We lost Jerry Lee Lewis. Mm. The killer, mm. and uh, Leslie Jordan. That's right. All, Leslie Jordan at, passed away as well. All at the end of last week. I forgot about all of that, man. I forgot about all of that. Well, That's a lot of loss, dude. Twenty twenty two is tough. Yeah, 
well, you know, they're all getting of that age, I guess, where you're people you've grown up seeing on TV and stuff, you know? Oof. Yeah, all we're the boomers are getting to that, uh, getting to that, yeah, into that upper age, right? Yeah, they are. But interesting. Well, interesting what about Falcons? About How about them, man? They came out with a W this weekend. Falcons in first place, baby. Come on. But they're four and four. They're four and four. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. They're in first place, man. Come on, somebody. I'm I'm happy for them. Um, you know, I'm I don't get excited for the Falcons right now. <laughs> um, they're ahead of Tom Brady and the uh in the Buccaneers. Well that you know, Tom Brady destroyed his family so he could get beat by the Falcons. Yeah, well he hasn't yeah. I mean he hasn't lost to the Falcons yet. Let's be clear. Oh, okay. He has not lost to the Falcons this year, but the Falcons are ahead of him and his team in the standings. Well. So that's what matters to me. That's awesome. First place Falcons, baby. That's First awesome. Place, I love it. We got to say it while we can. That's right. You got to <laughs> enjoy the victories while you can. Man. <laughs> that's all, That's kind of a, a good way to uh, look at life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to enjoy those victories when you when you get them, you know? Yeah, kind of like uh, I, we don't talk about racing much on this podcast, but daggum, Ross Chastain yesterday. That kid, <laughs> I am in love with that kid's move, dude. Talk, talk to the people about it. So he goes, he, he's got to pick up two spots on the track to transfer into the Final Four and beat Denny Hamlin. This joker goes into turn three wide open against the wall and slings that thing around passes like six. He went from 10th to fifth uh, no. up against the wall, passed Denny Hamlin on the track before the flag and uh, <laughs> sealed his fate to race for a championship next weekend. That is so crazy. I didn't know it was from 10th to fifth, man. That's wild. He gained five places. All while turning the fastest lap in history. For a cup car at Martinsville. While destroying the car. <laughs> While destroying the car. <laughs> I mean, is there anything left of the car? when, you, Like, that car's done for, right? Um, well, the engine probably be all right. The engine's all right. The suspension's probably jacked up pretty good on that right side. Um, yeah. But he pretty much just said, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> yeah, that's what you were telling me, that he, like, when he hit the wall, he just let go of the let wheel and slammed the, the pedal to the floor. Held it down. That's so scary. Oh, my gosh. And just let the wall take you. Yeah, and, and TikTok has not failed either. They, they, they've they put so much Days of Thunder stuff over it. Oh, it my gosh. Fun. That's amazing. That's amazing. I, I love it, dude. I love it. Basically slingshotting himself from 10th to 5th. Yeah. And it's only ever been done in a video game. Yeah, pretty much. It's a video game move. That's a video game move. Now, should he have done that? I mean, you know, big, you know, champions make big plays. Yeah. Um, that would be a big play. That's some big cojones right there. You got that right. I heard he's got a wheelbarrow to carry him around. <laughs> I mean, that is some big cojones right there. A freaking wheelbarrow. You're right, dude. You're he's right. A- 
He's going to need a dump truck if he does it again or something, man. I mean, my gosh. His car owner uh, couldn't believe it. He is, He's like, that's why I hired that kid. <laughs> oh, so that's that was going to be my next question is like from the perspective of the team owner, do you think they're happy about that? Yeah, I mean, it got him in, you know. That car will probably end up in a museum somewhere because nobody's seen a move like that before. Uh, some of the drivers drivers aren't too happy with it. Okay. Uh, Can you explain their point of view? That's not racing. Uh, no, man. The The point is to cross the finish line before somebody else. Mm. I mean, if that's what you got to do, it's what you got to do. I think it's just a new technique. Yeah. I think that's an, I'm not saying it's a good technique, but it is, you can't deny that it is a technique. It is a technique. <laughs> like that's, that's something that like he knew that was going to happen. You know what I mean? So that's a technique. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. that's crazy. I mean, to think about. you know, there's one or two things could have happened. He would have been successful and make it into the uh, final four. Or he hit the wall and the car stopped. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, final four. So, so give me the flip side of that. What if he hits the wall, it stops, he looks like an idiot? What happens not, then? We're not even talking about it today. Really? You know, it's, it's, a, it's a no thing? It's, it's not, not a even thing. a thing. You're just like, why did he wreck on the last lap? <laughs> yeah, he was trying <laughs> to send it and he didn't send it enough. <laughs> like what happened to what happened to that dude? What happened to yeah. Chastain back there? So, something must have broke. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Well, you know, sometimes new kids come up with new ways to win. Yeah. And you, know? uh, you got to think outside the box sometimes. Somebody's shooting near my house. Oh, all right. That's what happens out there in the country. Yeah. Sounds of freedom. That's what happens out there in the country. So we had a uh, we had a young, new kind of up and comer uh, box with a with a MMA legend this weekend, Chucker. Did we? Yeah, we had a young YouTuber, Jake Paul, had a professional boxing match with Anderson the Spider Silva. Nice. And who, who for won? anybody who doesn't know, Anderson the Spider Silva is one of the greatest, considered by a lot of people, the absolute greatest MMA practitioner of all time. Yeah, he's a pretty good guy. When the, it comes yeah, to I mean, when this dude was fighting, he put on a show, and it wasn't even close for most of his opponents when he was in his prime. It wasn't even close when this guy would fight. He would dominate everybody. But that was a long time ago. Anderson's 47 years old, and he fought a, a young, what, uh, I think 23, 22, 24, I don't know, Jake Paul. Yeah, he, he's not too old. Yeah, he's in that 22 to 24 range, I feel like. Um, Jake Paul. And, uh, yeah, Jake Paul won, as a matter of fact, with uh, little to no boxing experience. I think this is his, what, third, maybe fourth professional boxing match, I think. Yeah, he is. Up. 25 years old. He's 25 years old, and, and, and I think this was his fourth professional boxing match. Wow. And, and not, he, not, he beat an out. MMA legend. 
Was it a knockout? It was not a knockout. Although in the eighth round, Jake Paul did uh, knock him down. He knocked Anderson Silva down. Wow. Um, he did not knock Anderson Silva out. Uh, it was a it was a split decision, I believe, win by Jake Paul. Okay. Yeah, it went to the judges' scorecard though, which is kind of BS because you know it's freaking. Yeah. It was an eight round fight, and I I think the rounds were I don't I think the rounds were only two or three minutes. They were they were super short. It was weird. It, it was, was weird. It was some of that Paul brother math. That's right. That's right. It was some YouTuber math. But you know what? I, I can talk trash about those kids. But I don't really want to because they are making so much money. They are doing something right. Like, they are drawing a lot of attention. I don't like their attitudes necessarily, but what they're trying to accomplish, they are accomplishing. So, all the more power to them. Would you get in a ring with him? Oh, no. That kid walks around at, like, 205, dude. <laughs> he's almost – I mean, he's – he's shoot, what is that? 60 pounds heavier than me? No yeah. way. I mean, my fight, yeah, no way, Jose. You give me someone closer to my weight, maybe. Yeah, I still feel like I got a fight or two in me. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's I good. feel good. I feel good. When I when I get to working on the heavy bag over here at the house, I still feel good. You, feel you're good. not as good as you once was. Yeah, you're exactly. good enough for... Yeah, I'm, I'm as good as I ever was. Yeah, I'm as good as once as I ever was. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's for sure. That's for sure. I still feel good. But those days are way behind me. I don't do that anymore. Praise God. I have zero professional fights. So. Zero professional yeah. fights. I never got paid. Well. So yeah. speaking of, um, you know, just odd, weird things, did you have anybody wanting to trick or treat last night on Sunday night? Dude, I tell you what, the Spalding County discussion page this week, all, all last week was, what night are we trick or treating on? <laughs> the forecast shows it might rain <laughs> yeah yeah so so what's your what's your thoughts on that chuck you sound like you got a little bit of frustration pent up in that and that i mean it's response. like trick, halloween is on on october 31st it don't matter if it's a um school night or not Halloween is on this night. Always on October 31st. This is the kickoff to the holiday season. Yep. Yeah, your kids are going to miss their 8.30 bedtime. Yep. Um, That's part is, of Halloween. In my opinion, it's too early. And they're going to be all jacked up on sugar. That's they're, part of Halloween. That's part of Halloween. Let them be kids, man. Yeah, I think that's part of childhood, right? Yeah. Now, I know there were some trunk or treats and some fall festivals and stuff on Sunday night, but Hey, you know, if that's when you want to have your fall festival, do your fall festival on that night, but yeah. trick or treating, it don't necessarily have a cutoff time, which, you know, nine, th nine is probably a good cutoff eight or nine. Yeah. That's not bad. But, uh, but all in all, um, Halloween and trick or treating, we go trick or treating on the 31st. End that's story. right. End or of story. It's no like questions asked. It's like some of these people on the Spawn County, these young parents, which I mean, you know, you know, parenting is uh, something you never master. Nope. It's a learn as you go thing. But if you trick or treated on Halloween night 
it would only make sense that your kids are going to trick or treat on Halloween night, right? Correct. I mean, it's not that hard. Never one time did I ever trick or treat on a night other than Halloween night. Never. Me neither. Never. Why would I? And if the weather is like that bad on Halloween night, well, sucks, man. We missed Halloween this year, I guess. Man, there was nights where it was cold, so I had my costume on, and I had to put a jacket on on top of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To ride around in the car. <laughs> well, you know, I had somebody, I had one family running around in a golf cart in the neighborhood last night, and there were two kids on the back of the golf cart, and they were in costume. Now, I never saw them approach a house and, like, knock on the door, say trick or treat. I never saw any of that, but they did look ready for trick or treat. They might have been doing a dry run. Maybe, huh? Just seeing if anybody <laughs> was out handing out candy. See, like, okay, this house does not have Halloween decorations, so they're probably not going to be handing out candy. You know, the kids were I the kids were pointing out who had decorations up and who yeah. did. That's did, funny you say that. You're right. You're right. Did you go by the uh, porch light on rule? Um, For the most part, it depended on the neighborhood. Yeah. It depended on the neighborhood. Like it was either decorations in the yard or a porch light on, and you knew that was a good house. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And now if all the lights were out, if it looked totally like no one was home, like, no, I'm going to walk right by that one. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're by humbugs. Yeah, there were times, though, when I was a kid, man, I wasn't always the smartest. I would pick to go to these rich neighborhoods, right, um, with my rich friends. Yeah. And that was a really bad idea sometimes because these rich neighborhoods suck, man. There's this one neighborhood um, that I would go to called Southern Shore. And the whole thing is literal, like, super steep hills. All of the driveways are massive steep hills. It's, it was the It was one of the worst ideas I've ever had. Oh, yeah, that sounds horrible. Yeah, I, I, I did it several years in a row, too. But there was a lot of good-looking girls out in that neighborhood, you know? Yeah. It, like I said, it was the rich neighborhood, you know? It was nice. But uh, it, it was dumb, man. It was dumb. I, I should have picked flatter ground. Yeah, you should have. Yep. Now I know. Uh, like a summer grove or something like that? Can you imagine somewhere where there's like 3,000 homes in the, in a very short radius and there's probably a bunch of young kids in that neighborhood too you know there is dude you know there is that would be wide open yeah so what what's your thoughts on the parents dressing up with their kids on halloween do you do that i do not do that um I don't i don't really have an opinion on it necessarily one way or another i guess it depends like i guess it depends yeah. I don't know. Why? What do you want? I mean, do you, I have, think a, be, do you have an opinion? Do you have a I, thought on that? I think it could be cool. I mean, but I've known I've known people who's like spent um uh, you know, five hundred dollars on a realistic Deadpool costume. Oh my so gosh, they, no way their kids. Yeah. Now my cousin, his whole family, every year they have a family theme group that they do. And we're all waiting on social media to see what it is this year oh you don't know what it's going to be this no year. they've been they've been given little hints and pieces of whether they're making their costumes and all that so it'll be interesting to see what it is you haven't been able to figure it out no i haven't been able to figure it out but i'm kind of dumb so you know <laughs> nobody nah, figured it out yet though 
Nah, man. Yeah, nobody's figured it out. Like, they they show bits and pieces of it. Like, one of them's a long beard. So, I don't know. But for them, like, Halloween is a big deal at that house. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, they celebrate it religiously type of thing? Yeah. And they're Clemson fans. So, you know. Oh. <sighs> what kind of family you got, man? Well, I mean, they, they the Clemson fans married in. Oh, I got you. And then you got some you got some LSU fans too. Uh, well, well, family. Technically, they're all still Bulldog fans, but oh. but my cousin went and played softball for LSU, so it's like when it comes to softball, you kind of gotta you kind of pulling for your cousin there. That's right. That's right. Um, you kind of have to. Yeah, you kind of have to on that. So you kind of have to. Hey, you know who kind of looks like an idiot now? Who's that? George Lucas. For selling Star Wars? For selling Star Wars. It's been 10 years ago, I think yesterday or the day before was the anniversary of George Lucas selling Star Wars. You know, I've heard he's going to direct the sequel to Rogue One. Really? Yeah. That would be really cool if they were able to bring him back for it. I thought he hated everything that Disney was doing with it. You know, A New Hope. But I thought he absolutely it's hated everything Disney Rogue, did. It's the sequel to Rogue One is A New Hope. Oh, golly. Get out of here. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> I thought they were actually going to make <laughs> I guess they can't. The whole thing blows up at the end of the movie. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen <laughs> Rogue One, uh, it don't end well. Yeah. Yeah, it does not end well. And I don't I thought things didn't end well for one of our local radio stations, but you're telling me things have not ended for them. They're still on the radio and they also just celebrated an anniversary. 99X is 30 years old. And they're not dead. They're 30 years old. Yeah, they're not on like you can hear them inside the perimeter on radio or you can do iHeartRadio and hear them. But How do you, uh, what what um what frequency are they inside the limit? Like eighty eight point eighty seven point something, one of them low frequencies. Interesting, but they still call themselves ninety nine X. They still call themselves ninety nine X. Uh, yeah, they do. Of course, Toucher's not on there anymore, and Crash does the weather on or does traffic on one of the news channels. Um. Yeah, it's not the same feeling. They're not breaking new ground on 99X anymore like they used to. Right. Right. We were learning um we were learning that they had a big deal to do with the cranberries hit, right? Yeah, for the cran they kind of they kind of discovered the cranberries for the US audience and and started putting them in their rotation. I think that's so freaking cool, man. I had no idea. It was uh what, Linger? What song was it? Yeah, it was Linger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, how cool is that, dude? That that one of our 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 local Atlanta radio stations has something to do with the cranberries hitting in America. Yeah, and you know it's kind of weird because you you think of Georgia music, you think of Southern rock, and you think of uh, uh, of course the Atlanta rap scene, but you forget that there used to be in Georgia a very heavy alternative scene. Yeah, well, you've got bands like Collective Soul from from uh from the Atlanta area, right? Collective Soul, REM, REM is from the area. That's true. Uh, That's true. The B fifty twos are considered alternative. 
Yeah, widespread panic. You can consider you consider them yeah. alternative. They are considered our alternative. So I mean, you know, you think when you think alternative, a lot of people just automatically go to Seattle, and Ooh. but that's the grunge movement. You know what? One band we're forgetting that a lot of people do is Seven Dust. Uh, are they alternative? They're an alternative rock band, man. They're post grunge though. They are post grunge. So alternative was kind of on its ah, come on. You know, as far nah, as being nah, we'll we'll take it. I mean Yeah. But alternative was going through a different phase then. Are the are the the Black Crows aren't from around here, are they? Yeah, the Black Crows are an Atlanta based band and they're there you go. they're Southern Rock alternative bands. There you go. There uh, you go. Freaking rehab. There you go. You See? know, re- Rehab saw a lot of airplay on 99X with their one song that don't sound like anything else they do. Yeah, man. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, The Last Tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, hilarious. It's, it's so you know, funny. You listen to that album and you're like, what is this? And this is the one song that's on the radio, you know? I know. And, the, and, and that's the name of the album. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. They're, they had so many good songs, too. Rehabbed it, dude. Bartender song? Come on. That's still a staple. Come on. If you don't know every word to that song and and you were in the in the in in a bar anywhere in the early 2000s in this area, you don't know nothing. And you know they that's the song that they've made hardly no money off of. That's insane. They should be getting royalty checks upon royalty checks for that song. Yeah. It, I bet it would still sell if it was advertised correctly. I think what you know they they redid it a clean version with Hank Williams Jr. Did they really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, Danny Boone and 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 that version of Rehab, but after they had that fall like so I don't know, it was weird with the whole early days of Rehab and uh I don't know, we could go way into that rabbit hole. But yeah, we probably could. That first album they didn't make much money off of uh of their biggest song. That sucks. Have you ever seen them? Uh, I have not seen them live. No, I think I've seen them two or three times. Yeah. I can't remember. It's been more than once. I saw them at this little bar in, in, uh, Thomaston. It was freaking awesome. What's the bar called? It was called Q's. It's gone. Long gone now. But, uh, it was Is that that cool. little bar you said that all kinds of people used to come? Yeah, around? dude, I saw Brantley Gilbert open for Corey Smith there. That's crazy. That's crazy, man. Yeah. It, it's a shame that little tiny places like that closed down. You know, I know. I you know, there's another. There's a bar in Atlanta. It's called Elliott Street Pub, mm-hmm. and it is celebrating its last. It celebrated its last weekend this weekend, and it was cool little venue uh had a basement with some music in it really and uh real real cool little you know kind of hipster scene there when the hipster hipsters were doing their thing there for a while but uh yeah i think it's gonna get tore down and be a condo oh you don't say more residential stuff yeah well it's over there near the stadium so (laughs) oh man but speaking of tearing stuff down yeah, we we we've kind of gone 
<laughs> into this deep dive this week with the Dixie Mafia. <laughs> you and have freaking, with the Dixie Mafia. I yes. have. The Dixie Mafia has always interested me because they got ties. They even got ties to the Clintons. That's weird. Um, well, I mean, you know, it, but if you don't know, the Dixie Mafia is this loose network of criminals where they wasn't necessarily an organized crime family, but like they would get together and pull off stuff. Like we listened to that Red Clay series. That's right. In the Red Clay. And that was some diff- Dixie Mafia ties. That's right. Yeah. Some of the suspects and some of the people involved yeah. in that case, uh, they were suspected of having Dixie uh, Mafia ties for sure. That, uh, that Mitchum series we listened to. Yep. That was yep. some Dixie Mafia ties. But uh, so basically, Fox what Hunter? They- was that Fox Hunter? Um, no, Fox Hunter was one of the missing girls, I think. Yeah, Fox Hunter was missing girls, but uh, but it's kind of got this like they would pull together people, they get safe crackers from Phoenix City, they'd get a driver from Atlanta, they might get a pilot if they needed one from New Orleans or Texas, yeah, and they'd go do a heist and then everybody kind of split up. But what got us got us going down this rabbit hole about Phoenix City was hearing him talk about it on his podcast. Yeah. Dude, I've heard about how bad Phoenix City is was, but I never realized how bad it was, like till I listened to these podcasts. And I had no idea until you mentioned it to me from these podcasts. Yeah. So like do you did you say you watched a YouTube video on it? Yeah, unfortunately oh, okay. I didn't get to watch the whole thing, which I'm you know, I it yeah. it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I got a pretty good amount of information out of it, though. Like, I learned that I had no idea Phoenix City was the original Sin City. It was called Sin City before Las Vegas was called Sin City. Yes, which is nuts. Um, and this all was taking place in the fifties. I didn't realize it was so you know relatively recent. Yeah, I mean, it's people we people we know. It was in their lifetime. That is really wild, man, that all of this was getting built up by the mob. Yeah, so they 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 were trying to attract people across the river. And they hired these, and, and casino gambling and, and all was legal in Alabama at the time. Right. So they hired these two guys to uh, kind of get things kick-started, but they didn't know they were with the mob. Right. Right. And right before, right before that, um... It, well, it was like World War One had happened, right? Like right before yeah. that. And then World War Two had happened. Yep. And so you had all these soldiers coming back to Fort Benning, which is in Columbus, right across the Chattahoochee, like Chuck said, right across the river. And these guys had money and they wanted to get messed up and have fun and do wild things. You know, they, these were guys coming back from war, coming back from high tension areas. And they had... They wanted to live it up still. Yeah, it was time to cut loose. Yeah, they wanted they wanted they wanted to live it up, man. So at one point there was they decided they were gonna start making these gambling houses by licenses. Right. There was like two hundred and seventy five licenses issued in the state of Alabama. Two hundred and thirty of them were in Phoenix City. That is so wild, dude. That's and, so crazy. And you'd hear stories about like they uh they would take these soldiers, they'd take their money, they'd beat them up, and they'd put them out these trap doors into the river. 
Oh my gosh, no way. Yeah. No. And uh anyway, they ended up having to have martial law come in there and clean everything up. The the military took the city over, fired everybody. Um, after a politician was killed before he could take office that was going to clean it up. Mm. And uh, they said when they dredged the river, they found like 200 bodies. No, that's so sad. Yeah, in that little area, you know? Yeah, that is a tiny, tiny area, especially for the time. Yeah. Especially at the time. I mean, the soldiers probably made up the majority of the population, right? I mean, Fort Benning was probably more... There were probably more soldiers in Fort Benning at a time than there were in both Phoenix City and Columbus. Right. You know what I mean? That right. that freaking base is huge. And then then once they dispersed it, you kind of pick up with that Mitchum podcast we listened to. It went to Rome. And I found out this weekend that some of it went to Southside of Thomaston. Oh, really? They had some gambling houses and all that. They kind of went that way because they could still pull some of that uh, – Fort Benning crowd. Oh, and that ended up getting shut down too. Interesting. You know, on the in the video that I was watching, um, and I, I didn't really understand this part. Maybe you'll be able to explain it. Um, the guy was talking about that they had more illegal slot mach- machines in Phoenix City than in the rest of the United States combined. Yeah. What makes a slot machine illegal? I guess it's uh, the way it's they've got it to where you can't, you know, set to where you can't win. Like you could go in there and play with, and those, I guess you had to play with springs and gears and clocks. Oh, I got you. So rigged slot machines. Yeah. Rigged slot machines. I got you. That makes sense. That makes a lot more sense. Okay. Obviously I'm not a golfer. (laughs) (laughs) You're not a golfer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you know, if you watch, if you watch um, Dukes of Hazard. When he was a kid, a lot of those stories that played out on Dukes of Hazard kind of have some Dixie Mafia roots. That's so weird, dude. You know the crooked cops, the crooked politicians, yeah. the illegal gambling houses. Yeah, that Boss Hogs involved with. Oh, how interesting, man! So it's all kind of it's all kind of been there in front of us. Oh wow! It looked like fiction. So your eyes are getting open to this whole big thing now. Yeah. It's kind of like, wow, that's a, you know, I'm interested to see where this takes you, dude. I'm interested to see like what you listen to next. Yeah. I'm, I'm man. I don't know why this Dixie mafia stuff interests me so much, I guess, because you know, you don't think it could happen that or stuff like that would happen that close. Yeah. I think that's probably what does it right. Is all the familiarity with, everything with all the area mentioned yeah you You know know, like i've driven past this stuff right right or even had a drink in that area yeah well there's like a there's this other podcast i listened to did you did i get you to listen to that one where that guy had the uh adult bookstores in atlanta you tried i never i never i never latched on you know he was in that same kind of ring in that somewhat of a Dick's loose Dixie Mafia. He was the guy that sold the uh, video machines to people. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I it was a, it was that. somewhat organized, loosely organized crime. So here's a question I've got for you, Chuck. We 
One of the reasons we don't have casinos here in Georgia, I've always heard, is that it would bring a poor clientele in crime with that clientele and things like that, right? Right. Um, is it actually the clientele or is it rather the people who own it and the investors and the way that they run their casino? It could be that. Um, I wonder sometimes after studying this stuff, if it might be the memories of, you know, the, the people that remember hearing stuff about how Phoenix city was. Mm. So they, they, they hear gambling and they automatically go, Oh, Phoenix city. Yeah. But dude, there's a gas station right over here that half of it is freaking video gambling machines. And that store ain't got enough stuff in it for people to be winning gift certificate, gift certificates for that store. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah. And, um, like those people aren't bringing, we talk, those people aren't bringing anything dangerous. Like they're not being dangerous. They're just in there gambling. Right. I have no problem with gambling. I have actually enjoyed going to the casino in Cherokee. Um, yeah. I, uh, lost my butt. <laughs> they got me, man. They got me. I went in there, I put a dollar in the machine, ended up with $54. I was like, man, this is easy. Uh, and then, then I was broke. You were broke. <laughs> well, I'm I, so quick. You know, broke with my budget that I allowed myself to go. Right, with. right, right, right. I got you. It. Know, next morning I'm getting up. Well, I still got fifty cents. Let me go yeah. pay the spinny slot. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. I have never indulged. I'm not a gambler at all. Uh it was a joke earlier if you didn't get it. Uh Big Lebowski's yeah. one of the best movies ever. <laughs> um, it is yeah. one of the best movies. I, my wife actually convinced me to buy some Powerball numbers uh, this past Saturday before the drawing, you know. Well, you know, nobody won it. So nobody won the grand prize. It's going up again tonight. Yes, sir. Yes, what sir. Are you, you going to buy a ticket? As heck yeah, I'm going to buy a ticket. <laughs> What's it, is it up to a billion yet? Has it reached a billion? I think it'll reach a billion before, it, uh, it, before the drawing tonight. Oh, my goodness. That's so crazy. So if I win... Um, I'm probably not even going to come get my toolbox. Okay. Fair enough. So Just, you can have it. Thanks. Thanks. Will you at least do another show with me next Monday? Oh, we'll still do the show. Oh, good, good, good. The, the, that wouldn't stop. You, you know, you'd go ahead and quit too. And we would build us a little studio in the basement. That works, dude. <laughs> that um, works. We just keep doing the show every week. Yeah. With, with like a hundred thousand dollar budget. Would that qualify us as professional podcasters, even though that's not where our money comes from, but that's all we do. And that's our only source of income from then on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we did that, we could hire a team. That's true. A production team, a production team. Yeah. We could, you know, we could still do the podcast. Yeah. We could just talk about how we didn't work all week. Right. And maybe we could actually be funny. I mean, it could happen. It could happen. We, we might can hire put somebody on a good to write show, it. Is what I'm saying. We might be able yeah. to put on a good show, and 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 people would find it entertaining. We could f- hire somebody to write it. Oh, I don't know about all that. I don't know if I could put on someone else's material. Oh, you don't think so? I don't think so. Chris Rock's made a good living doing it. 
He has. I'm just saying I don't know if it's for me. I don't know if I could. If I did it, it would sound like I was reading everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they would yeah, be like, why does yeah. Chuck sound like he's reading everything? It's because he is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. We just get on here and read scripts now. <laughs> just, We're professional just, podcasters. Just phone it in. <laughs> it's like, hurry up. Oh we got to get God. this over with. I got to go fishing. I bet that's what Brendan Schaub does. I bet Brendan Schaub reads a teleprompter. Oh, you know what's going to hurt your feelings? What? Dan Cummins reads a teleprompter. Well, I know he does, but that's he has to. When you're yeah. talking about doing a two and a half hour long podcast with that information, yeah, that's true. You have to. You have to. You don't have a choice. That's so a, much information. He's a very good reader till he's, he's not. A fantastic reader. You would not really know he was reading most of it. And it's it's come so far since his early shows where he had a piece of paper in his hand. That's true. That's true. You could hear him flipping the pages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was funny. Dude, we could have like a producer to look up stuff and it pops up on our screen. It's a fact, man. That's that would that alone would make me so happy just to have that young Jamie. Yeah, it would be like, Jamie, look this up. Yeah. Like, Jamie, will you look this up, please? I want to make sure I'm remembering this correctly. We might could even hire a guy named Jamie. I or think we if, would pay for his name to legally be changed to Young Jamie. Yes, Young Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that's I'm, a great idea. I'm pretty sure Joe don't have that copyrighted. But then we would have to go do our podcast from space, man. No. You yes. can do it from space. I'll stay at, uh, in Houston. <laughs> Oh, come on. on. <laughs> You're gonna be my air traffic controller? You'll be like ground control to major top. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. So is that Chucker, not one of the is that not one of the best songs? That it's one of it's one of my it's one of the best songs. It's one of my favorites of that era. And it's so sad. So sad. It's like this guy's gone. I put that on for my wife the other day and she made me turn it off. She couldn't stand it. What about the Edmund Fitzgerald? What about it? Is that that's a freaking sad song? There's a lot of sad songs, Chucker. Yeah, a lot of sad country songs. And for some reason, speaking of sad songs, my daggum playlist stopped playing. I I, I noticed. I noticed. That's okay though. It's all right. I want to know about your review of the Monsters. Well, let's throw some Rob Zombie on for just a second. Go ahead. You know how good a song Dragula is? Very good. So you expect, you know, that song's about the car in the Munsters. Mm-hmm. The Coffin Drag Racer. That's right. So you would expect somebody that's that big a fan, that they wrote a song about a freaking car in a movie or TV show. He would, Rob Zombie would have done a excellent version of the Munsters. You would think if he was that big of a fan, yes, he would make a phenomenal version. Like, he would have something really special to do with it. It was not special. Not, not at me. all? No. It was more like a Herman Munster origin story. Oh. Almost like a spinoff? Yeah. 
or, or a prequel. Yeah, like a prequel. That doesn't sound very cool at all. And basically, it's about how they lose their castle in Transylvania and end up on Mockingbird Lane. No. Yeah. So they land there and that's it? That's how it ends. No. Yep. That's the ending of the movie is them getting to that house or getting to that street? Yeah. Oh. I don't like that at all. I don't like the sound of this at all, Chuck. You're not selling me on this movie, dude. They don't even have kids in the movie. What? Yeah, they don't they don't have the kids or not in the movie. I wish I'm I mean, I can probably watch it now knowing all of that going into it and enjoy it a lot more than you did. Yeah, and I didn't know all that going into it. My I, expectations are now correct. I thought it was gonna be kinda like kinda like you know how the Miami Vice movie? Yes. Like know, a they, new spin on it. Yeah, like they took one of the a couple of the episodes, mashed them together. And make a great movie out of it. Yeah. But that's not what happened. That sucks, man. I really hate that that happened. So, I really maybe, hate that Rob Zombie, of all people, ruined it, too. And, and you know, I, maybe it's because he was going for the G rating that mm-hmm. he struggles with that. Because, mm. you know, Pee Wee Herman. Not an excuse. Of, not an excuse, dude. Yeah, he was the director on Pee Wee Herman, Pee Wee's Playhouse. I remember that. I remember you telling me that. Yeah, that's so strange. Yeah, right. One of the kid, one of the shows you watched every Saturday morning as a kid, was yeah. directed by a horror movie nut. Yeah, and uh, played by a, a freaking psycho. Yeah. I mean, legitimately, Pee Wee Herman is a psycho. Yeah, uh, what's his name? Uh, it's Paul something. Isn't it? Yeah, I'll, I, I won't remember his actual name, unfortunately. Yeah, Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what? Where are we at here? Come on, guys. Jamie left. Yeah, come on, young Jamie. <laughs> Dang it, man. Dang it. We'll get there one day, Chucker. But yeah, I was kind of bummed out. I'm not gonna lie. Well. That sucks. I hate I hate that, but thank you for the honest review, Checker. Yep. I, give I probably it a, won't waste my time on it now. I give it a three out of six. Oof. Three out of six. Yeah, but Oof. you know, it's been trending on Netflix. Well, it, with my expectations correct, I, I might be able to enjoy it. Yeah. You know? With my expectations uh, in order, I might be able to enjoy the movie. So I'll let you know what my review is now that I know a little bit about it going into it. Yeah, you watch it, and I like, we all fell asleep. It was that boring? Yeah. Oh, man. Dang it. I thought it was like a, it might be a decent movie. Yeah, like I kept waking up, and I'm like, oh, it's still pretty much the same thing going on. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. This might be rough. This yeah. might be rough. Well, Chucker, this has been a great Halloween show, man. Do you have been, any sort of meme for me this week? I do. Well, it's it's kind of different. I just found it funny. Okay. So I'm going to send it to you. All right. You got any memes? It'd be a whole lot cooler if you did. 
that's the meme of the week. Albert Einstein wearing fuzzy slippers. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Is, right? Funny. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's funny. He's sitting on the porch of a house. Yeah. With fuzzy slippers on. One of the brightest minds in the whole entire world. Just being, being comfy and goofy. Yeah. 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 That's Thank so inspiring at the same time. Do, do you wonder if he wore those fuzzy slippers while he was trying to figure out some of these um, things that he figured out? I don't even know what he did. Yeah. You don't know what Albert Einstein did? Oh, like he's got the fuzzy slippers on trying to figure out the theory of relativity. Yeah. Yeah. Re- yes. <laughs> Just comfy. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's super comfy. Could you imagine? It's a good reminder to not take ourselves so seriously. I love it. Yeah. The only thing better than that would be like uh, Mark Twain and fuzzy slippers. <laughs> Who? Mark Twain. Oh, Mark Twain. That would be a good one, huh? That <laughs> would be a George Washington. Yeah. Like, without his wig and wooden teeth. Yeah, he's just sitting there chilling with some beaver slippers on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Sitting there on his back porch, smoking some opium or something. <laughs> oh. You know, back oh, in my, my day. Yeah, talking about the giants. The <laughs> yeah, mound talk- builders. Yeah. So... The British had this, uh, they had this company of giants and we took them down. That's it's, right. It's lost to history, but it really happened. <laughs> uh, could you imagine the war stories that guy probably had, though, for real? Yeah, he probably had some good, you know, we went to war and we built a nation. That's right. <laughs> I could throw a pigskin over them mountains. <laughs> <laughs> Now that's a great movie. Hey, have you had a, a Christmas tree cake yet? I have not had one Christmas tree cake yet. Why not? Well, my wife made a, an amazing batch of Rice Krispie treats, uh, which I tried to, you know, give to you. Yeah. And I learned once again that you are a picky eater and you don't like Rice Krispie treats, dude. What the heck? I don't like mushroom, m- mushrooms. I don't like marshmallows. I don't like mushrooms either, but I don't like marshmallows. But you eat all kinds of stuff that's got like fluffy in it, like Christmas tree cakes. It's different. There's all kinds of fluff in that. But it's different. Ah. So I've been, I've, I've kind of come up with my theory on training. Okay. Tell um, me your theory. I've learned this from my sister-in-law. You know, she runs marathons. Yes. But when she goes out and runs, she don't run a whole marathon. Okay. So she kind of, you know, might go run eight miles, might go run 10 miles. Mm-hmm. I've been but eating, she doesn't run the whole marathon. Right. So I've been eating one or two cakes to kind of get the, the rhythm down. Yeah. So... How are you feeling so far? Do you feel confident? Uh, it's going to be tough. That that fourth cake is going to be tough. What about the fifth one? The fifth one will be easy because you'll be like, I'm done. Oh, that's true. But that fourth cake, that that's like that seventh inning stretch, you know? So, do you, since you've been, since you've got some, yeah. can you eat one in a bite? No, I can't eat one in a bite yet. 
Are you trying? I haven't been trying. I've actually been savoring them. <laughs> Enjoying them? Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm feeling great about it. I know both the Kevins are going down. I'm really not even that stressed. I don't even feel the need to trash talk them too much. I mean, one Kevin's on a diet, so. Yeah, he's got a terrible approach to this whole thing. I'm He, you know, he might be rage eating. Maybe. Maybe that's part of his game plan. Come in angry, huh? Yeah. Come in hangry. Kind of like, uh, like, uh, like they do with the boxers and abstaining from sex when they're training. <laughs> not all boxers do that. Well, not all boxers do that, but some of the champions do. Some of the champions do. Mike Tyson never did. No, that Mike Tyson's crazy. That's a different beast. <laughs> yes, sir. One of the greatest of all time, though. But we've kept people hanging on long enough, and I didn't go out to the truck and get that cup of coffee. So No, you didn't. You didn't try last night's coffee on last night's coffee. Uh, I guess we're a little tease, huh? Yeah, we're a little tease. I could, well, it's a, you know, it's just an audio show. Yeah, I'm drinking the coffee right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. End of the show. Thank you for listening, guys. See ya.